Poems Every Child Should Know, edited by Mary E. Burt. Section 18, read for LibriVox.org by Kara Schallenberg. This section contains the following poems. The Three Bells of Glasgow, and Sheridan's Ride. Part 2 continued. The Three Bells of Glasgow by Whittier. 1807 to 1892, cannot be praised too highly for its ethical value. Children always love to learn it after hearing it read correctly, and by one who understands and appreciates it. Stand by is the motto. My pupils teach it to me once a year, and learn it themselves, too. Beneath the low-hung night-cloud that raked her splintering mast, the good ship settled slowly, the cruel leak gained fast. Over the awful ocean her signal-guns pealed out. Dear God, was that thy answer from the horror round about? A voice came down the wild wind. Ho! Ship ahoy! its cry. Our stout three bells of Glasgow shall stand till daylight by. Hour after hour crept slowly, yet on the heaving swells tossed up and down the ship-lights, the lights of the three bells and ship to ship made signals, man answered back to man, while oft to cheer and hearten, the three bells nearer ran. And the captain from her taffrail set down his hopeful cry, Take heart, hold on, he shouted, the three bells shall stand by. All night across the waters the tossing lights shone clear, all night from reeling taffrail the three bells sent her cheer. And when the dreary watches of storm and darkness passed, just as the wreck lurched under, all souls were saved at last. Sail on, three bells, forever, in grateful memory sail. Ring on, three bells of rescue, above the wave and gale. Type of the love eternal, repeat the Master's cry, as tossing through our darkness, the lights of God draw nigh. John G. Whittier Sheridan's Ride there never was a boy who did not like Sheridan's Ride, by T. Buchanan Reed, 1822-1872. The swing and gallop in it take every boy off from his feet. The children never teach this poem to me, because they love to learn it at first sight. It is easily memorized. Up from the south at break of day, bringing to Winchester fresh dismay, the affrighted air with a shudder bore, like a herald in haste, to the chieftain's door. The terrible grumble and rumble and roar, telling the battle was on once more, and Sheridan twenty miles away. And wider still those billows of war thundered along the horizon's bar, and louder yet into Winchester rolled, the roar of that red sea uncontrolled, making the blood of the listener cold as he thought of the stake in that fiery fray, and Sheridan twenty miles away. But there is a road from Winchester town, a good broad highway leading down, and there, through the flush of the morning light, a steed as black as the steeds of night was seen to pass as with eagle flight. As if he knew the terrible need, he stretched away with his utmost speed. Hills rose and fell, but his heart was gay, with Sheridan fifteen miles away. Still sprung from those swift hooves thundering south, the dust like smoke from the cannon's mouth, or the trail of a comet sweeping faster and faster, foreboding to traitors the doom of disaster, 
The heart of the steed and the heart of the master were beating like prisoners assaulting their walls, impatient to be where the battlefield calls. Every nerve of the charger was strained to full play, with Sheridan only ten miles away. Under his spurning feet the road like an arrowy alpine river flowed, and the landscape sped away behind like an ocean flying before the wind, and the steed, like a bark fed with furnace fire, swept on with his wild eye full of ire. But lo, he is nearing his heart's desire, he is snuffing the smoke of the roaring fray, with Sheridan only five miles away. The first that the general saw were the groups of stragglers, and then the retreating troops. What was done, what to do, a glance told him both, then striking his spurs with a terrible oath he dashed down the line, mid a storm of huzzas, and the wave of retreat checked its course there because the sight of the master compelled it to pause. With foam and with dust the black charger was grey, by the flash of his eye and the red nostril's play he seemed to the whole great army to say, I have brought you Sheridan all the way from Winchester, down to save the day. Hurrah, hurrah for Sheridan, hurrah, hurrah for horse and man, and when their statues are placed on high under the dome of the Union sky, the American soldier's temple of fame, there with the glorious general's name be it said, in letters both bold and bright, here is the steed that saved the day, by carrying Sheridan into the fight from Winchester, twenty miles away. Thomas Buchanan Reed End of section 18. Read by Kara Schallenberg on October 16, 2006, in Oceanside, California.